Welcome to the Blondie Beauty Podcast. My name is Mackenzie Judge and I am obsessed with beauty. On my podcast, we'll talk all things beauty industry from products, launches, trends, routines, business, gossip, and so much more. So prepare to get glossed with loads of content. Now let's get into the episode. guys. I am so excited to be bringing another episode this week. And this week on the podcast, we have Jessica Chopra, who is the co-founder of Mudita Earth. I am so excited for you guys to hear more about this clean brand and all of the amazing things that go into it. But hi, Jessica, how are you? Hi, I'm Kenzie. I'm very good. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you for coming on. I'm so excited to chat with you and learn and all of the things, but tell me a little bit about you and your background in beauty. Where did everything start for you? Yes. So let me go first in my background. Actually, I am originally from India and I come from a long lineage of farmers with deep roots in Punjab in India. That's one of the state in India. One, our day-to-day practices were always clean uh, because I'm from rural India. They are clean, simple, plant-based and low waste. They are fully integrated in our day-to-day life. I came to US in 1990 and since the last 30 years, I have been a serial tech entrepreneur in Silicon Valley. Love it. Yes, like any other Indian, when they come, they come going to technology or IT. (laughs) And I have experience uh, in this country, a big gap in the lifestyle, what I lived in rural India and the Western world, where life moves at the speed of life, at the speed of light. And there is a high waste, high consumption, high intoxin and high pollution. Right. So talking about my brand, which is Mudita Earth, and it's an all natural skincare brand. And it is founded by me and my daughter, Pooja. Mm-hmm. And uh, we both have mutual passion for not only all things which are technology, data, or AI, but also all things which are natural and sustainable. Yeah, We are very much connected to our roots. We both graduated from Northwestern University. And it is so funny that we both, uh, you know, uh, graduated on the same day from the same university. And Pooja, I did master's in data science and AI, and Pooja did biomedical engineering. Okay. You guys are so smart. Yeah, you know, as I told you, that we, you know, uh, we both are connected to technology. Yeah. So. Yeah, so we both found that it is hard to find truly natural products that are backed backed up by clinical studies and they are reasonably priced. And that's when we decided to solve the problem with our scientific mind. And that, that is the outcome of a quarantine period when we started thinking like this. We had some additional time to do things. Right. So skincare is for everyone, whether you are 60 years old or you are 25, it is never too late or too early to start showing, you know, the skin you love. Totally. I love that. And tell us a little bit about kind of the name of the brand and the philosophy behind it and how you kind of tie your knowledge of data science into beauty. Yes. 
Um, mudita earth, it's a Sanskrit word. It means that we get joy by uplifting and bringing happiness in others' lives. Hmm, I love that. Yeah. So our brand's mission is to take guesswork out of people's mind when they are looking at any clean beauty product and deliver effective products that are, that are backed up by clinical studies and at a reasonable price and actively participate in a circular economy model. So Mutita Earth is a clean, toxin and cruelty-free, affordable skincare brand focused on bringing joy through the through its products and mission of giving back we support charities and we also support 1% of the planet and mutita earth was created to fight the existing disparity in the clean beauty market mm. to make clean and sustainable skincare products which are accessible to people of color like me yeah. from different socioeconomic backgrounds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So now coming back to the data science part of it is that we apply various methodologies of data science in our brand development from researching customer demand uh, through the you know uh, sentiment analysis of thousands of customer reviews on the existing products and researching clean ingredients, uh, effective formulations, understanding competitors, their products, because we don't want to reinvent the wheel. Like if somebody already have any product in the market, we will come up with something different, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. And optimization of the cost is a very big thing because there's so many R&Ds we run. How do we optimize? Because our price points are very much affordable. So we have to optimize the cost. So we use a lot of data science techniques through optimization as well as product performance. So currently we are developing POC uh, using technique called photoanalytics to detect the changes in the skin after a regular application of our product like for 30 days you take a picture of the person who is applying the product and then run it through the photo analytics so that it can show the gradation in the you know color or the texture level of the skin over a period of time and wow. we understand the customer demand by conducting sentiment analysis of thousands of customer reviews on existing brands to identify consumer demand and the problem statement which we are trying to solve and, and then there are millions of botanicals oils butters mm -hmm. and other ingredients so using our data science techniques we research and curate ingredients relevant to the problem which we are trying to solve whether we are trying to solve the problem of hydration or the moisturization or the wrinkles or you know age spots so what are the relevant botanicals and their underlying molecular structure, which can have an impact on the problem which we are trying to solve? And then we select the formulation based on the product performance and the cost. Oh my gosh. Wow. You don't realize like how much technology and data goes into beauty, but it's, it's so much. Yes. <laughs> so cool. I'm like, I, this is like a whole side of it that I haven't really gotten super into yet. So I'm like really fascinated by this. I think it's so cool, but tell us a little bit about your range to walk us through the products and kind of their ingredients, how you use them, all the things. 
So in the first phase, we launched three uh, products uh, which are currently in the market, Bamboo Exfoliating Cleanser, Blueberry and Papaya Face Serum, and Pomegranate and Papaya Face Cream. So all these three, so Bamboo Exfoliating Cleanser is designed to exfoliate. Uh, it's very gentle. First of all, it's very gentle on the skin and it is designed to exfoliate dead skin and the makeup residual and leaving the skin very supple and moist. And then after that, you apply blueberry and papaya face serum, which is extremely hydrating. It is a combination of both oil and the water and uh, hyaluronic acid and uh, squalene and sodium PCA, which hydrates the skin and all at the same time, it locks in the moisture. moisture. Oh, and it just sounds like it smells so good. I don't know what it is. Blueberry and papaya. I feel like it just smells so good. Yes. You know, you, you know, it gives a really good, you know, you, when you apply it, you feel like, oh my God, it gives a <laughs> good, <laughs> fruity, fruity kind of a fragrance. That's the best. Yes. And then we have a pomegranate and papaya face cream where we use the fermented uh, pomegranate and papaya because fermented, um, you know, uh, both these fruits, they have enzymes mm-hmm. which uh, helps to rejuvenate the skin matrix. So what happened that when our skin is uh, exposed to the uh, pollution or the, uh, you know, free radicals, it impacts the skin matrix and damage them. So these enzymes, they help to rejuvenate and fix the skin matrix. So these are the three initial products we launched and now we are coming up with the more products and our based uh, you know on the fruits on different fu- fruits like we are now coming up with the, uh, uh, the pineapple vitamin C serum mm. and, yeah and uh, peach and basil face uh, wash Ooh, oh my gosh I love yeah. your ingredients I feel like they're so different and I feel like you mix key ingredients that we usually don't see mixed together, but it makes so much sense. And I just feel like it smells amazing. Like I want to smell everything. (laughs) Yeah. So basically the idea behind this is that um, uh, here it's not that you are, uh, you know, we use, we we believe we don't go to the end of the earth to find the ingredients, right? right? We try to stay simple, effective, and backed up by science. And uh, we uh, take these products through the clinical trials so that we, we are able to see that in 30 days, they actually show results on, on, the, on the people who have participated in the studies. Right. Oh, yes. So cool. I'm like, I want to try everything. It sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit too. I know, obviously, you guys are a clean brand and a non-toxic brand. And I feel like those terms are used kind of loosely in the industry now because everyone seems to have a different idea of what clean beauty really means. So what does clean beauty mean to you personally? Absolutely. This is a great question. So here, this is where the problem is. There are no FDA standards of what is certified as clean product. Right. So the consumer should know that there is a lot of marketing hype in the competitive space, to tag the products as clean with their own definition. Everybody have their own definition, or, right. which vary from brand to brand. So what happened in the last 10 to 15 years, scientific studies have brought a lot of awareness 
to the customers to pay attention to the ingredients and the products they are using. So some of these ingredients, uh, they have parabens or pegs or silicons, et cetera. They have shown adverse effect in clinical studies and various papers are published on them. And the reason the, the parabens and pegs and silicons are there in the products because they actually make the product look very slick. So it's very deceiving. Customer feels that the product is so beautiful, but they don't understand what is going in that. So it is not that all the products that are formulated using synthetic ingredients, which we have been using since ages are toxic mm -hmm. for the consumer. And, but there are some ingredients which the customer have to be very careful. So the, so the way we look at it, when, we, when I buy ingredients for my formulation, I look at the safety data sheet that come along with the ingredient. And that has information regarding the toxicity level and the environmental impact of that particular ingredient. And then we look at, go on PubMed, it's a huge database of the clinical studies and look at the studies conducted on the botanicals and their outcome to see the proven facts that the toxicity level of the ingredient we are using in our formulation. Because what happens, let me tell you, the repeated use, so even though somewhere, many places they say, uh, even though it is toxic, but its level is so low and it is okay to use. But uh, let me tell you, I have done a mathematical model on it. Repeated use of products with toxic ingredients will increase their in levels in our body over a period of time and mm -hmm. cause health issues. So, for example, you know, eating fish is very healthy, but some types of fish has high mercury level. And if we eat fish on a daily basis, at some point, mercury levels will go up in our body and impact our, our health. Right. So, therefore, to summarize, I would say that clean products are defined as the ones customers are not afraid of using them on daily basis. Right. They are safe for the environment so that they don't leave residuals that harm the environment and other living beings who come in contact with the residuals of the products like parabens or some pro ingredients, you know, when they are washed, they go, you know, in the marine life, they impact corals. Right, right. So the entire supply chain process should reduce carbon footprints. They should be there should be complete transparency in the ingredient sourcing and formulation. And we should use GMP practices. They should be fully integrated in the formulation process. So we follow these you know steps to create a clean formulation. Yeah. Wow. That's so fascinating. And you're right. We don't think about like, you know, everyone's so scared to use toxic products now, which is great, but you don't realize that we use them on a daily basis when we do use them. So, you know, maybe we don't eat fish every day and like, so then we're okay for a while, but we're using toxic products every day. So levels of whatever toxic ingredients you're using go up a lot quicker. That's so crazy. Yes. Yes. Very, very interesting. Are there any like hacks or tips or just really interesting pieces of information that you have for the consumer base that they should know about anything current in the sustainability market in beauty? 
Yes. So first of all, consumers, they have to have a very good understanding of what is called clean and the ingredient. A lot of products, they are, you know, labeled as green, but there are dimethicons, there are other silicons in them, or there are parabens in them, which, uh, you know, regular consumer don't know. know, Before I started studying this, I never used to look at the ingredient. I had no idea. And Mm -hmm. if any cream which I apply on the face, it, I, it, if it feels nice and sleek and smooth, I will say, oh my God, this is so good. But why that, what is added in that particular cream that is making it look so, you know, smooth? Right. Silicons. Silicons, mm-hmm. they will make it, you know, feel so smooth. So there is a lot of marketing hype under the name of natural, clean and sustainable Consumers have to be very much cautious about the ingredients which which are labeled on the product. So they should look at, you know, like Whole Food, they have published uh, the clean ingredient list or Walmart has published or Credo Beauty has published. So, you know, consumers should be educated that what should be avoided if it is there, if it is there in the in the formulation. Right. So. Further existing products that are true to their claim are widely marketed to affluent people at high price. If they are completely 100% clean and effective, their price is very high. So this leads to an existing disparity and who clean beauty products available to and marketed to. And many studies from NH shows that due to the toxic disparity in clean beauty products, women of color are likely to have higher level of mercury and among other toxins. So green, as you might have heard of greenwashing, greenwashing is such a common practice to making false or misleading statements about environmental benefits of a product. That's why we partnered with 1% for the planet. They do such an amazing work to prevent greenwashing and certify reputable, you know, giving. Right. Wow. So interesting. And I know you mentioned, did you say women of color are prone to higher levels of mercury more than anyone else? Yes. Do we know why that is? That's so interesting to me. Yes, because we tend to, you know, use products which claims that it they are designed for skin lightening. Mm, okay. And uh, the people, this our system, body system is so complex that light skin lightening, the ingredients which are used in those products are chemicals and they're very hard on the skin. And these products, which uh, claims that you know they are designed for skin lightening, they are very, they are not, you know, uh, not very uh, clean. Eh? Mm-hmm. Second, because most of the population, they go and buy people which are affordable. So Mm -hmm. the products which are affordable and they claim that they are skin lightening, the chemicals which go in them or the ingredient which go in them, they're so cheap and they are so harsh. And as I gave you that example of the fish model, that over a period of time, they get accumulated in the body because they don't get, you know, uh, thrown out of the body they over mm. a period of time they get accumulated in the body and that shows the the levels go up 
Oh, that's so interesting. I feel like it's just things like little things that we just don't pay too much attention to because we never really were told to or thought to. And now we're like finding all this research about it. That's just so interesting, but that is so crazy, but this has been so fun. I feel like I've learned so much and I'm so excited to be learning a lot more about the statistical and database of beauty. I think it's fascinating, but so anything upcoming we can, you know, I will be sharing with you. I'm going to be writing all whatever information I gave you. I'm going to start writing blogs on them. I'm also doing master's in cosmetic science and learning a lot in the webinars and the research from the other students. And um, there are so many conditions like dermatitis, so many conditions mm. which, uh, which are caused uh, by the ingredients on our skin. And, uh, and, and I'm going to start writing those blogs and start going to create those videos to educate the customers. Yeah, that that's amazing. What, yeah, what they should be aware of. Of right now, there is no, I did not find any, you know, uh, the product says that, okay, so it has this oil or that oil, it has a, you know, herb oil, okay, why herb oil, what are the underlying fatty acids, what omegas we are providing to the skin, and why do we need that, right? So I'm going to create, uh, you know, those kind of um, uh, videos, and I'm going to create those blogs, goes to the basics, go to the foundation level of the uh, ingredients to give customers information that, okay, omega-3, omega-6, or omega-9, or, you know, why we need it for our skin and how much percentage of those they are in this particular oil, which we have in our uh, formulation. So that's coming next in my, you know, um, in, in, in my brand. That's so exciting. No, I think that'll be so good for people to be able to have a place to go and read and just keep learning. I mean, I feel like we're always students of the space and beauty because there's always so much happening. So I love that you're creating an educational platform for people. I think that's awesome. And let's do some fun rapid fire questions to finish out. Just whatever comes to mind for fun. Okay. Do you prefer morning or night skincare? Definitely morning. Morning. Okay. I love that. What's one beauty product you can't live without? Uh, my serum. The serum. And papaya face serum. Yes. Amazing. Your favorite ingredient in beauty. It can be anything. So it has a blueberry oil, papaya oil, and hyaluronic acid and sodium PCA. And nettle, nettle is the key. Mm. Nettle is a solution to so many problems and there is so much studies on it. So these are my top ingredients in my uh, face serum. Love it. What is your best beauty hack or tip that you have for everyone? Uh, Once you, you know, you, you must exfoliate your skin three times in a week. And in the nighttime, don't do it in the morning. Yes, definitely at night. Love that. Super important to keep your skin soft and smooth. And then your favorite career moment in beauty so far. Uh, My favorite career moment is that, uh, you know, I did a launch of my product and then I gave products to many people. And when they came back and told me that, you know, this has completely, 
you know, given me a solution to fix my problem. And I am so happy and cannot live without this product. That is the time that gives, that is my favorite moment. And because the reason is that I have, this is my baby. I have created it from scratch. And when it is solving other people's problem and they are coming back and telling me that this is what they want and this has solved their problem, that is my favorite moment. Amazing. Oh, I love it. So fun. And this has been so great. Thank you so much for coming on. Where can people connect with you? Where can they connect with the brand and where can they shop the products? So they are on amazon.com and on walmart.com and my own website, um, muditaearth.com. These are the three platforms currently products are available. Perfect. Thank you so much. This was so fun. Thanks. Thanks, Mackenzie. Nice talking to you. Thanks for tuning in to the Blondie Beauty Podcast. Like what you hear? Don't forget to rate and subscribe for new episodes every week featuring the latest beauty news. Stay glossy until next time. Mwah.